0: Hey, this is Joe Caminetti Jr. Welcome to the BC Podcast. We hope it inspires you and helps you in your journey with Jesus. Enjoy the message. Hey, Believers. It's so exciting what we have happening this weekend. Uh, We're in our summer series, and Pastor Rick Fritz, who's a member of our church, but he also has a ministry, big ministry in the Philippines, and does a great work there. And uh, when he's home, He's here at Believers. And I'm excited that he's ministering in this particular lesson of our summer series. Uh, He has a powerful ministry to the sick and uh, teaching the subject of faith and healing. So, can you give it up for Pastor Rick Fritz as he comes forward to minister the Word of God? Well, good morning, Believers Church. Praise God. Good to see everybody. And it's a privilege to be here to minister for you today and with you today. And uh, I was gone for five months. Some of you may have noticed. Some of you maybe didn't notice. But I was gone for five months, got back in June, and I was building a mission house in the Philippines. And so what a mission house is, is a house where me and my wife will stay there when we travel to the Philippines to minister. But it's also a house where Traveling ministers can come in, local ministers can come, and they can stay there free of charge. Beautiful facility, all air-conditioned, all modern, uh, ocean view property. And it's just a beautiful place that God has provided, and uh, it's being used even as of now. And we thank the Lord for it. And while I was there for five months, while I was there for five months, I did a lot of preaching because I'm a preacher, And so that's what preachers do. And so I did a lot of preaching for five months. And conservatively, I'll be the conservatively, we had over 200 people receive Christ. It was wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. And we prayed for the sick and and, uh, also, you know, we helped ministers financially. We gave food out, lots of food, helped widows. The reason I said all that because some of those funds that I used came from Believer's Church. So I just want to say thank you so much for your giving. It has blessed us in many ways on the foreign field. Believe me, many, many hurting people were helped by the funds that were given here. So God bless you richly. Amen. So Pastor Joe, he asked me to uh, minister today, and he told me to go ahead and speak on healing. And I have no trouble with that because I like healing, because I like to be healed, I like to talk about healing. And I I realize this. The more you talk about something, that means you're excited about it. Is that right? Just find what you're talking about the most, and that's what you're excited about the most. Is that correct? Some people talk about fishing. That's all they talk about is fishing. You know why? Because they're excited about fishing. Right? Or it could be something else. But to me, it's the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that includes healing. So, not only has God did something for your spirit, not only has God has made provision for your mind, but God has made help and provision for your body. Isn't that wonderful? How many of you brought your bodies today? Raise your hand. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that how that works? Everywhere your spirit goes, you drag your body with you. And sometimes it is a drag. But you made it. I give you, I give you uh, honors just to be here. Because some of you probably didn't want to be here. Maybe your body was telling you to stay home. But you forced yourself to be here. And you know what? You're going to receive something from God because of that. And so, ministering on the subject of healing. And so, the title of the message is called, Take Your Medicine. Take Your Medicine. We're going to be in Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22. This is God speaking to us. He says, my son, or you say my daughter, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to all of their flesh. The word health there in the Hebrew can also be translated medicine. So we can say it this way, that God's word is medicine to all of our flesh. And so the main idea today is God's word is medicine. Say that with me. God's word is medicine. Say it again. God's word is medicine. Amen. Now, you know what medicine does or what it's meant to do. Many of you have gotten prescriptions from the doctor. The doctor gives you a prescription. You go to Rite Aid or whatever, and you get your medicine. And medicine has a purpose. The purpose of medicine, even in the natural, is to get you back on track, to get your body back to a state of health. Is that correct? That's what medicine is designed to do. And God's Word is the same way. God's Word is medicine, and its purpose, one of the purposes of God's Word is to get your body back on track, back to a place of health, so that you could continue on your journey here on the earth. Because how many of all of us got an assignment from God to do? Is that right? You have a purpose of being here. And so, and you got to be mobile. We do a lot, of, as as Pastor uh, Joe mentioned on the, on the video, we travel all over the world. We go to Africa and Asia and South America and Central America and, you know, we're, we're everywhere. We're in Israel and Greece and being Cyprus. And, and how many know it takes a healthy body to do that? I have to have lots of medicine to keep me going. But thank God that there's no short of supply of medicine when it comes to God. We'll talk about that today. Amen. Have you ever ran out of medicine in the natural and you kind of panicked? You're like, oh no, oh no, I forgot to get this refilled. What am I going to do? Oh, he's closed today. I can't get a refill. You begin to panic. But I tell you, when you know that God's word is medicine, there's no more panic because his medicine is health. The word of God is health, medicine to all of your flesh. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So, and so we have taken medicine. We understand the purpose of medicine. And there's something about medicine medicine has to get inside of you. Have you noticed that? If you get a prescription for medicine and you get it filled and you set it by your bedside, and even though it's only three feet from you, if you don't take it, it doesn't do you any good. Am I right? Even though it's so close, it's not going to help you. And God's Word is the same way. You can have a Bible on your bedstand. You can have a Bible in your phone and just hold it out. It's two feet from you. But unless you take it in, inside of you, it's not going to help you in life. Medicine is meant to be taken. Medicine is meant to be absorbed. Medicine is meant to have with an expectation that you're going to get better. Is that right? So when God gives us his word as medicine, it's for that reason to get inside of you so that gives you an expectation of your recovery. I don't know if you realize it, but God is interested in your recovery. He wants you to get better. Can we agree with that? He's a good God. Can we agree with that? He's a good God and he wants you to get better. He wants you to be better and get better physically because you have something you have to still accomplish for him in this life. And you gotta be mobile. You gotta be healthy. You gotta be able to function to get it done. Hallelujah. Praise, Praise the Lord. And so even when you got born again, did you notice when you got born again, how many of you got born again? Anybody here? Praise the Lord. So when you get born again, what did you do? You believed the word of God, and then you spoke it in your mouth. You spoke it out of your mouth, and it, and it registered on your heart, and it made you go from spiritually dead on the life. Is that correct? That's how it worked. Other words, you had to do something with your mouth in order to take the word of God inside of you. Is that correct? Look at scripture, if you would, in um, 1 Peter 1.23. It says, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. That's how we got born again. By the word of God, which is alive. God's word is alive. Well, oh, that was quiet. Is this mic on? God's word is alive. It's God breathed. Every time you read it, life is flowing into you. When you speak it, life is going into your spirit and it has a purpose behind it. The purpose is it to go through your mind and go through your body, to go through your very being and to produce life inside of you. That's the purpose. Amen. And so, and how many may ask you this? How many scriptures does it take to get born again? How many believe one? Raise your hand. That's exactly right. There's enough power in John 3, 16. For anyone who wants to get born again, get born again. Is that correct? One verse has enough power to change a spirit that's dead under God and make it alive. One verse has that power. Well, if one verse has that power to change the human spirit, then surely that even one verse has the power to cause a kidney to come back to life, to cause a liver to come back to life, right? to cause ulcers to disappear. Yeah. See, it has the inherent power in it. Now, I have had the privilege of traveling around the world and seeing miracles. And yes, I have. It's a blessing and it's a privilege. Sometimes people receive healing through laying on of hands. That is one way. Laying on of hands. Sometimes the gift of the Spirit is moving. It's called the gifts of healing. Sometimes when that's an operation, it's a beautiful thing to see. But a lot of times... I have to help people with what I'm teaching you today and that is for them to take their medicine on a daily basis. Amen. You say, well, I don't like to take medicine. I know, but you have to. You know, it's the thing that you don't want to do that you have to do in way to get free. You better write that down. It's sometimes it's the thing that you don't want to do, but you got to do in order to get free. Amen? Because God's medicine is good. And it's always pure. And one thing about God's medicine, you can't overdose. Take as much as you want. I mean, just go ahead, chuck it full, handfuls, just just scripture after scripture, scripture after scripture, you can't overdose. Matter of fact, the only side effect is that you'll get better. That's the only side effect there is. You say, well, brother, pastor, I don't believe that. Well, now we know where the problem is. The problem isn't the word of God. The problem is a believing issue. Is that right? Because God's word is true no matter what. And all of us have had times in our life we didn't get the results that we were looking for. I understand that. Every family may have had that occasion. You didn't get the results you were looking for when it comes to healing. And we don't understand everything about healing. I know about this much. I'm trying to learn this much. And the Bible says, Paul says, we look through everything through a cloudy glass. We don't understand it all yet. But one thing we can agree upon and do know uh, incredibly well is that God's word is true. And God cannot lie, amen? And he's faithful. Those things, there is no budging. We know that. Hallelujah. John 660, uh, whatever it is, John 60-something, you'll see what he gets up there. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, this is Jesus talking, are spirit and they are life. Jesus said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. He says, I've come that you might have what? Life and have it more what? Abundantly, abundant life. Zoe, the word life is Zoe, the life of God. He says the flowing, the nature, the, 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 the essence of heaven flowing inside of us. He come to give us that. And as you walk in that more and more, you have to believe that your body is going to respond and you'll be getting stronger. Yeah. You'll be getting better. That yeah. you have confidence in the next day. You'll see yourself, hey, I'm, I, I'm planning. I'm planning this. I'm planning this because I'm, I'm expecting a full recovery. I'm expecting I'm going to get better. Why? The life of God is inside of me because of the word. I've been taking my medicine. Yeah. Amen. Thanking you, Lord Jesus. Notice back in Proverbs 4, our main text, it says, for they are life to those that find them. How many of you realize you don't find something unless you're looking for it? There are many Christians, let me tell you now, don't get mad at me, there are many Christians that are not looking to the word of God for their medicine. All right? You have to look for it. The Bible says, those who find them, it's life. Other words, you have to be searching the scriptures and finding scriptures that pertain to your case. And then you take them into your life. That's where the life begins inside of you because you have found what you've been looking for. If you're not looking, you're not going to find it. Are you hearing me? Even me, 40 plus years of preaching, 43 years to be exact, of preaching, I'm still searching. I'm still searching for more medicine out of the word. Because why? It's full of medicine. There's some I haven't even discovered yet. Matter of fact, I'm sure there's lots I haven't discovered yet. But every time I find one, it's a new pill for me to take. Yes, I'm a popping pill person. You're right. Every time I find a new scripture, watch out. I'm popping it. It's going down. I'm swallowing it. I don't care. It's going down because I'm expecting results. I'm expecting I'm going to live longer. I'm expecting I'm going to be stronger. Amen? Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. Thanking you, Lord Jesus. Thanking you, Father. You know, in the Philippines, I had this sciatic nerve issue happen. I was there five months, and I was sleeping in a recliner. And all of a sudden, this nerve kicked in. Have you ever had a sciatic nerve problem? Raise your hand. Bless your heart. I know what that feels like. It was so bad. Now, I'm 280 pounds. I gained a little bit since I come back. But, uh, but, uh, it would hit me so hard in the middle of the night, I actually had to come out of the chair. It just hurts so bad, like, like electricity hitting my body. I'm like, ah, ah, it hurts so bad. Well, I'm in the Philippines. There's no chiropractors. I don't even know where to go. What do I do to get this thing fixed? I had no natural medicine available, but thank God I wasn't without medicine. There was other medicine in my arsenal that I could count on. And that is the word of God. So I go to the word of God and I open up my medicine chest, right? And I pick out what I need. I need pills, I need spiritual pills to help me. And I begin to quote scriptures. Father, I just want to thank you. The Bible says that you are my healer, and I receive you as my healer right now. I thank you, Lord God, that by your stripes that I am healed. I thank you that I have a full recovery. I thank you, Lord, that this pain that's trying to attack me right now. It will not last forever. It will be gone because your word is inside of me, producing a health and a cure and a recovery. Your word says that you forgive all my sins and you healed all of my diseases. I thank you, dear God, that it's alive inside of me. I did that the first day, actually the first night, nothing happened. I did it the second night. Nothing happened. How many know, friends, when it comes to medicine, you got to give it time? Amen. Hmm? The word medicine means, medicine means, or excuse me, the word healing means a state of health in one state over to another state. In other words, there's a time factor between one stage and another stage. It'd be like you going to the doctor. He's giving you a prescription. And you're in his office, and he and he says, "Here, take here's a pill with some water. Take it now." And you took the pill, and two minutes later, you look at him. And you say, "Doc, I don't feel nothing different." He would look at you kind of strange, wouldn't he? He say, "You gotta give it time." And God's word is the same way. It has to get into your spirit, man, first. You have to begin to see yourself alive with it. See yourself that. That, that it's changing your perception of the future. It's per- changing your perception of your health. And that's, so the first three days, nothing. Fourth day, didn't feel no different. On the fifth day, the change began. Day six, everything was gone. Never came back. Amen. I was healed. Now, no surgery was needed. No other pills were needed. I'm telling you, God's word is healing to all of your flesh. Even if there's no natural help, if a doctor says there's nothing we can do for you, do not let your heart be uh, sorrow. There is still medicine in God's word that's able to bring health to your flesh. You're not without hope. Are oh, you hearing me this morning? Yeah. Hallelujah! So it took some time. We have to understand. We got to give it time. Sometimes Christians they take they they quote a couple of scriptures. They say, "Well, this this isn't working," and they stop taking their medicine. The worst thing you can do is stop taking your medicine. Even in the natural, the doctor will tell you, you "Stop taking your medicine. You're going to go. It's not going to go well." But God's medicine is meant to be taken. And you got to take it, like I said, orally. Hallelujah. Notice in Psalms 107.20. It says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent his what? And it did what? It's, he sent his what? Word. And it did what? It healed them. Now look how simple this is. This isn't complicated. He says he sent his word and healed. This is the children of Israel. You say, well, yeah, but they were living under another covenant. Well, that's true. But the Bible says that we have a better covenant with better promises. So our healing is even more secure than what they had. He sent his word and healed them. Well, if he sent his word and healed them, that he sent his word and healed me. And then he sent his word to heal you. That's right. You have to take it personally that God has sent the Bible, the word of God, one of the reasons it was sent to heal you. 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 Amen. Amen. Are we on board with this? It was sent to heal you. He wrote the book, a book of love, not only for your spirit man, not only for your mind, but also for your body. He sent the word to heal you and to heal me. And once you step over and realize that 100%, there's no turning back. You realize that's what he did. He sent his word to heal me. So therefore I'm going to take this word into my heart into my spirit and let it come out through let it come out through my very being and expect God to change my body Amen. that I'll be stronger that I'll be better that I'll be faster I'll be the six million dollar man right or, or in today's economy six billion dollar man We all need strength. How many of you need more strength? Yeah, as you get older, especially. Let me, let me tell you this. Sickness and disease. Excuse me let, me, let me phrase it this way. Aging is not a sickness. Aging is not a disease. So don't confuse it. God will heal a 90-year-old body just like a 20-year-old body. The word of God has no, uh, it it doesn't matter what body it's, it's applied to. It'll respond. Do you remember Abraham and Sarah? They were old people. Remember that? I mean, hey, when you're 100, you can say you're old, right? Abraham was 100. She was 90. He had issues, physical problems. She had a womb, couldn't conceive, right? God said, here's what I'm going to do for you. He told Abraham, I'm going to change your name to Abraham. The word Abraham means the father of many nations, right? He did that, so he began to say things what God has already said about him. See, God already told him, you're a father of many nations. But now he changed his name so every time he would introduce himself, he'd say, hi, I'm Abraham, the father of many nations. Even though he didn't have a kid. Romans four seventeen says, God trained him to speak things that be not as though they were. There's times you don't understand, why am I saying these scriptures? But yeah, you say them because they are the truth. Whether you see anything at the moment or not. But notice Abraham and Sarah in their older age, yet even though they were old, yet the word which they received produced a child. In their old age, a miracle happened. Their bodies began to reproduce again. It came alive, right? (laughs) It became alive again. Isn't that wonderful? You know, God can make a kidney come alive again. His word that you can receive will cause a liver to to come alive again, to cause a pancreas to work, postrate, to cause a heart to pump, to cause a brain to function normally. See this, it's healing to all of your flesh, not just some, every part of your being, down to your fingernails, down to the hair on your head, down to your teeth, your eyes, your ears. It's everything. Amen. So don't ever think you're too old for a a healing or too old to take medicine. No, no. You can receive healing at any age. See, God wants you to live out your life, a full life. Psalm 91 tells us, he says, with long life, He will satisfy you and show you his salvation. I want to live a long life. How about you? Well, two people do. One more time. Who wants to live a long life? Life Amen. Well, a long life's not 50. A long life's not 60. Long life's not even 70. 70 is the new 50, Right? I mean, you got to set, you set your sights out there. You say, yeah, but what's the big deal? Here's the big deal. Number one, you glorify God by applying the scriptures to your life. Number two, you live long as you possibly can so you can fulfill the call and the purpose of God and the assignment of God that he has given you on the earth. And you don't leave until the assignment is done. Do we agree with that? How many know there's no use going to heaven quick? You know, stay here as long as you can. Heaven's wonderful and beautiful, but we're going to be there a long time. But here's the place where you get to walk out your Christian faith. Here's the place where you get to witness. Here's the place you get to pray for people. Here's the place you get to pray for the sick. Here's the place you get to minister to those who are demonic. Here's the place you're able to do things on the earth. For God... Amen. Stay, because if you leave early, that means the rest of us got to do your job. (laughs) Am I right, Pastor Joe? If you leave early, that means we got to pick up the we got to pick up where you left off and and carry the load. So stay here as long as you can. I have a story here. Health food devotions uh, by a man named by. man whose name is Kenneth Hagan. Uh, it's from Psalm 118.17 is the scripture for this. And I'll read the story. Years ago, while I was ministering at a youth camp in the Sierra Mountains near Sonora, California, I received an emergency telephone call. The voice on the other end said, Brother Hagan, do you remember Gary? I did. The man was talking about his oldest boy who was nine. Well, he said he had a sore throat and we prayed about it, but it got worse. We carried him to the doctor and the doctor said that the infection went to his kidneys. Now his kidneys have stopped functioning. The doctor said that he will be dead in a matter of minutes. He is in intensive care. We want you to agree with us. And we believe that Gary will live and not die. I said, I believe with you that he will live and not die. Well, I was at youth camp For several weeks before I left, I received a reel-to-reel tape recording in the mail. This dates is back in the 50s. On it, the man said to me, Brother Hagen, they would only let me in the intensive care unit for five minutes a day, and I would say to Gary, that's a little boy, you lie there and say, himself took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. I'll live and not die. That little fellow said that over and over again, for two days and two nights, suddenly he was all right. We just brought Gary home, and he wants to say something to you. Then Gary said, "Brother Hagen, I want to thank you for bringing the truth to me. Dad has already told you, but I must have said those words over ten thousand times each night. The doctors couldn't understand how that little boy had lived, but he did. God's word works." Amen? Now, that's a, that's a beautiful story. It really is. And it's true. And there's a, there's a confession. If I, if, I don't, if I had to leave, uh, lead you into the confession with that, here's what the little boy said. Jesus took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. That's a good confession. The word confession means statement of belief. Once you get a belief established inside of you, you begin to speak it out. As you speak, that's how you take your medicine. Orally, you speak it, you speak it, you speak it. And this little boy who was only nine, he just believed it. And he took those words. He sent thousands of times throughout the middle of the night, spoke it and it registered on his spirit and it caused his body, his kidneys to come back to life again. Amen. You know, and another story I'll tell you, but this is a different one. You know, my sister Vicki, my sister Vicky is in heaven. She's two years older than me, and we were very close. And she called me, me several years ago now, and she said that she's dealing with cancer, that she was diagnosed with cancer, and it was already taking issues with her body, and she was very concerned. She goes, "Uh, I I want you to pray for me. And she really believed in me in the ministry. I said, well, I'm preaching down your way in a couple weeks. You meet me there at the church, and I'll pray for you. So I got there at the church, preached. She was there. You could tell she's on the front row, and she's distraught. You could tell. And I went over there, and some other people, and other family members, and we prayed over her in the name of Jesus, laid hands on her, and prayed over her. And sure enough, my sister recovered. All of her blood work began to come back normal. Uh, her countenance began to come back. Her weight gain began to come back. Her, uh, she went back to work, living a normal, functioning life. It was wonderful. It was just glorious to see her walking around doing well. But about a year and a half later, it came back. It came back. And it was like a runaway, runaway train. No matter how much I prayed, no matter how much I tried, I myself, I could not stop this thing. I couldn't stop it by praying. So me and my brother, who's also a minister, of course, we've been praying about this and talking. He said, we believe that my sister needs to start taking some medicine on her own. In other words, Bible medicine. And so we got to her and said, sis, we wrote it all out. Sis, here, we, need, we want you to start confessing scriptures. We want you to start saying things, what God has said about you. And she says, no, uh-uh, no. She says, you do it. You do it. And because she relied on me so much and my, and my other brother, she relied on us just to do stuff like that. And so we would, we would quote scriptures to her, but she was not getting any better. And I remember staying at her house, and we, because she wasn't married, had no children, and I would stay there, and she would watch her programs at night, and she would watch uh, Dateline. You know Dateline. You know uh, it always starts out the same way. They were the perfect couple. You know, <laughs> and then ten minutes later, someone kills each other. You know. That was the shows that she liked. And, you know, and we're not, I'm not judging my sister at all. I'm just telling you the story, okay? Love her dearly. And she's in heaven, and I'm going to see her again. Amen. Amen. But I couldn't, we couldn't get her to participate in taking her medicine. And he, one thing that I've learned is this. And listen up very carefully. You can't take medicine for someone else. Right. Even in the natural, a doctor will tell you that. You can't take your wife's medicine, expect her to get better. No, it's, not, it's for her, right? In the same way as God's word, it has to be personal. It has to be personal. No matter how much you love the person, you can't take the medicine for them. They have to take it. Does that make any sense? And so that's one of the things I've learned through all that whole ordeal is that you can't take someone else's medicine. The other thing I've learned is this. This will help some folks that are here today. If you're facing a crisis, a medical crisis, a health crisis in your life, now I might step on a few toes here. All right? And I'm just, if I do, just hold your feet out there. Jesus will heal your feet. All right? If you have a, something that's attacking you, and it's serious, you got no time for entertainment programs. You got no time for country music. You got no time for rock and roll. No, you need mega doses of the word of God, which is medicine to all of your flesh. Amen? That's what you need right now. Every minute of the day is crucial. There is something inside of you trying to kill you. Right. So therefore, the only way to defeat that is to get life inside of you. Yeah. We already established his word is life. Yeah. Get the life of God inside of you so it'll force that death to give up yeah. and loose it yeah. it'll break its power. Yeah. That's the only way. Yeah. You're not going to get it, watching reruns. You're not going to get it. Listen to your old classic music. It's only the word of God that can set you free. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we understand, like I said before, there's times you don't get the results that we're looking for at times. We understand that that God is still faithful and God is still God. And we still got a lot learning to do. Amen. I'm believing that 10 years from now, I will know more about healing than what I do now. Matter of fact, I hope next year, I'll know more about healing than what I do now. Because the more I know, the more I have confidence in. And when you have confidence in your Christian life, the devil, it's hard for the devil to get at you when you're totally convinced of something, of the word of God. Amen? Okay. Let's go to Joel three 3.10. Let the weak say what? Let the weak say what? I am strong. Isn't that something? The Bible's telling us here something. Let the weak say something. All right, what are you supposed to say? Well, let the weak say I'm still weak. No, let the weak say I am strong. Why? That's God. That's God's perception. That he's trying to get into us. Go to now to uh, Ephesians six ten. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of it. Well, what's that mean? That means if you take that as a pill, as a as a medicine. You need to say, oh, thank you, Lord. I am strong. I am strong in the Lord. I am strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Your legs could be wobbling. You may be shaking, but you're shouting, I am strong. 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 Yeah. That's how you take your medicine. You take it by shouting it out sometimes. And we all know how to shout. I mean, your kids, just ask your kids, they'll tell you. They're like, oh, yeah, my dad, mom and dad, all, they, they shout, oh, yeah. We all know how to shout. Sometimes we shout the wrong things. We need to shout the word of God in your kitchen, in your living room, in your car, driving to work. Your pain might be going down your leg or up your back, but you're shouting, Oh, I thank you, God, to by your stripes. I'm healed. I am 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 healed. Because that's what my medicine says for me to do. And I'm going to do it. And I'm expecting to recover. I'm expecting. Expecting to get better. I'm expecting to get stronger. I'm expecting to walk out of this. Yeah. That's the picture that the Bible paints for us when we take our medicine. Yeah. Is this helping anybody? Yeah. Hallelujah! Since this is eleven o'clock service, we have some extra time. Are you, are you planning on being here to four o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we 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 won't be that long, maybe 3:30. Okay. <laughs> I have a I have a hundred and one scriptures about divine healing. I'm not going to read them all, but I want you to know they're available. I mean, if you go on YouTube, they have healing scriptures on Audible. Even if you can't. You know, you're just not able to read for some reason, whatever. Just play it and let it, just let it speak to you. All the healing scriptures. And as you're listening to it, take your medicine. Like, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And just repeat what they're saying. Yes, yes. I repeat the word. Yes, Lord. Yes, you forgive me all of my sins. You've healed all of my diseases. By your stripes, yes, Lord, I am healed. Thank you, Lord, the number of my days I will fulfill. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, Lord, God of long life, you'll satisfy me. Thank you, Lord. And you're just taking it in, taking it in, and taking it in and taking it in. The devil will tell you, you don't have time for that. Because your favorite TV show is on. You don't have time for that because you got to play golf. You don't got time for that because you got to do something else. Folks, like I told you, when you're in a fight, you have to narrow down now what you're going to do and focus. Amen. I'm going to read just a couple to you, and then we're going to minister here in a second. Exodus 1526. These are not on the screen. I'm just going to read them to you. Exodus 15, 26, I am the Lord that heals thee. So what's my appeal that I take? Thank you, Lord. I thank you that you're the God that heals me. I thank you that you're the God that heals me. I thank you that you're the God that heals me. You know, if you say that over and over again, it picks you up. It changes just that one, just that one verse. You're the God that heals me. You're the God that heals me. Exodus 23, 25 to 26, I will take sickness away from you and the number of your days I will fulfill. Thank you, Lord God, that the sickness and disease is leaving me and the number of my days are being fulfilled. I will live out my full life. I will serve you, Lord, with a full life, a long life. It'll be fulfilled to the very end. That's the goal upon this earth. I will serve you and live it out in Jesus' name. Amen. Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Deuteronomy 28.61, every sickness and every disease is under the curse. So my confession is, thank you, dear God, that you have redeemed me from the curse of the law, being made a curse for me. I thank you, Lord, that you paid the price for me and I have been redeemed from every sickness and every disease. I thank you. You purchased me by your precious blood on the cross and you made it so I can walk in divine health so I can represent you on the earth yeah. and walk and preach the gospel and teach the gospel and pray for the sick and cast out devils. Yeah. Amen? Amen? That's what is designed so that his body can be mobile. His yeah. mobile. And there's many, many more. I'm not going to read them all today because it is, again, service be way, way too long today. But I trust that something that was spoken today touched you on the inside. If you haven't been reading your Bible, please get it open. If you haven't, if you don't know about he, where the healing scriptures are, if you go online, there's plenty, plenty of um, Christian uh, outlets that have all the scriptures already written for you. You just print them off and take them to yourself. On YouTube, again, there's many that have healing scriptures to music that you can listen to day and night, day and night, and have a recovery. You know, I, I love it when people recover. I've seen people recover. It's a wonderful thing to have people recover. Amen? Yeah. It is. It is. It is when people that were sick and now they're well. I am mean, one man, just, I'll tell you a story. One man, he was very sick and we ministered, we prayed. I didn't even lay hands on him or nothing. I, I, I was in a different state, but we were all praying and believing God. And sure enough, the power of God raised him back up and his wife was doing the medicine. She, was, she just kept speaking it to herself, but also she was praying over him And he, because he was in a comatose state. He couldn't say nothing for himself, but she was doing all that she could. But thank God, thank God, he's alive and well today. God's word works. It works. And so as I told you earlier this morning, or uh, in the service, that the word of God also is like in your born again experience, you get the word inside of you. So before we lay hands on the sick, People, I'm going to give an invitation to receive Christ. Let's just bow our heads for a moment, shall we? You may be here today. You see, well, pastor, Rick. I just, uh, I kind of like walked in here. I wasn't sure what to even expect. The Jesus I'm talking about is a real Jesus. And the word of God that I'm preaching about is the word is the real word of God. And God wants you to come into his family. If you're not part of his family, he's given you an invitation to come into his family. So what we're going to do, we're going to pray. If you'll repeat after me, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth just that simple prayer of belief, life will come into your spirit. That's the beauty of it all. We've seen it thousands of times in this room, thousands of times. And God's not done yet. So let's, let's pray. Let's repeat after me. Dear God in heaven, I realize that I'm a sinner, but I believe that you raised Jesus from the dead. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you, that you raised from the dead. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in your precious blood and make me clean. From this day forward, I will follow you. I will live for you and I will serve you all the days of my life. And someday when I do die, I know I'll be with you forever. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. There are a couple things I'd love for you to do. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. That helps us spread the word and impact more people. You can also help us see others connected to God by investing today at believers.cc give.